air, water, earth, fire. For hundreds of years, the four nations have lived in harmony. The Avatar, master of all four elements, was always responsible for maintaining the peace. But Avatar Roku passed away 13 years ago. Now, the four nations look to the air nomads to reveal the next Avatar, but the world is met with silence. Rumors from the Earth Kingdom abound that the Fire Nation is planning an aggressive move into the Earth Kingdom. Five young heroes were too late to save the Southern Air Temple, but they hold vital information that could save the Earth Kingdom and maybe even save the world. Welcome everybody to the Flying Bison Podcast. This is it. This is the first. We've done our character creation, our campaign creation. It's the first playing episode for the listeners you probably uh, are just listening to this immediately after listening to us talk about our characters for one to three hours uh but for us uh we are just downright so excited to play as our characters and jump into this story that we are creating for those who don't know us still getting introduced i'm justin the gm and storyteller We've got a bunch of people around. I'm not going to have them introduce themselves, but we got Danny, Nick, Monroe, Johnny, and Steve. And we are so excited to just entertain you. Just sit back, pop your your feet up on a, a stool in front of your chair and just kind of, I don't know, melt into us telling you a, a fun story with, I guess there's genocide technically in this, so... Can you, colonization can you, yeah colonization and that's not i guess not really a relaxing kick back for some dark themes dark i mean themes. <laughs> no one thinks about avatar having dark themes but it does it's, i mean it's it's, it's, it's just real oh, it's just definitely. real world it's stuff real. Yeah. So. yeah there's there's all the good and the bad well i was um has everyone here had braces Everyone, everyone have braces here? No. I missed that boat. You missed the Me boat? Me too. There's a boat you can always get on. Yeah, we can I get refuse. you some braces. I'm all right. Thank you. You, you got the hookup? <laughs> yeah. Is that our first space travel? Get, get braces for Steve. Get unneeded braces for Steve. He doesn't need them. <laughs> he wants Help on the boat. this guy out, please. It's a fashion choice. Get Steve Invisalign. <laughs> well, Everyone's going to be wondering what my team look like if we blow this up. It was a joke. Very British. Let's uh, let's give the listeners a picture. <laughs> oh, I recently moved and I lost my retainer, so I had to get a new one. But that means I had to find a new orthodontist. So it means I had to go through this whole rigmarole of like going and getting like my teeth scanned. But then it was the coolest thing. I picked up my retainers today. They gave me the scans. It's like I have molds of my teeth now. Oh, cool. They're just like sitting in my bathroom. And it's I've never seen that before. It's it's crazy. You should make something out of that. I should. I should make some art out of it. So it's like three dimensional mold. It's like a your... three dimensional mold of my teeth. So you use it as like a spot to keep your retainer. I so could take that. Yeah, I could always use it. on your teeth. I could use it. <laughs> then if my doctor asks me if I wear my retainer all the time on my teeth, I can say yes. It's always on my teeth. It is always. How did you? On... How did you get onto this topic? I don't like, know. Were you gonna? Are you winding up for like a brace yourself joke or like? 
<laughs> yeah, I just, I just wasn't sure because all of a sudden, like, hey, did everyone get braces? I just, I just need to know before we go on an adventure. You know, I like to make sure that the people I'm getting on board with are are the types of people that are going to be good for me. You know what I mean? So nope. people who've had nope. braces. Yeah, people that have had braces. Uh, so all right, so Steve, we gotta go. Sorry, yeah, so, it's kind of a bummer, but. We're really, really looking both, forward to I seeing. Both Johnny guys. and Monroe shook their heads no, so we have a majority <laughs> yeah, non-braced group. Wow, <laughs> I'm in the minority here, huh? Me and Danny. Wouldn't be used to that. Interesting, very interesting. Well, you know what's actually that? Is, this is a, a fascinating little tidbit here. Um, often, people of mixed heritage uh, have braces because you've got essentially like two different jaw lines um so i when i read that i was like that makes sense mess with that's why teeth, i've man. got braces but that's interesting because we've got a we've got a bunch of mixed wow. heritage people yeah. rosic and shay now probably need rosic and shay now need braces and now there's going to be a whole arc of them having to go to the orthodontist <laughs> i i had a um a dentist tell me once that my teeth my teeth aren't like terrible, but I could have benefited from braces in terms of straightening them. Mm. But my bite is normal. Mm. And so they said that I shouldn't get braces because it might make my bite abnormal. And since my bite is good, uh, having straight teeth is less important. Mm. Yeah, I was also told to um, that I could benefit it from, from that too, but I didn't go that route. Here you are. We're all here. Some of us had braces. Some of us haven't. Well, let's sink our teeth into a little avatar, huh? There hey, it is. I see what there you did is. there. <laughs> we need well, a soundboard for some future episodes, by the way, Jim. <laughs> yeah, we need to just like blare on we some have, button board. We have uh, a soundboard here. I asked I, if someone wants to be in charge of the soundboard, they should, they should be in charge. I've got of one built into my mixer, too. I can just. Mm -hmm. uh, Dude, you should, yeah. Bring in some of that flavor, man. I yes, was just trying to imitate please. the wah wah horn. <laughs> oh my gosh, here it is! Yes. Oh, <laughs> his fingertips. What a wizard. John, oh, the power. John the power he has access to. The quality of this podcast just raised like 100%. <laughs> well, Join our Patreon for the next sound effect. Yes. Steve's <laughs> <It's time laughs> braces. Send us or a Patreon will can be a uh, back us and send us a sound effect and we'll we'll play it and then we'll incorporate it. <laughs> That's a dangerous game. That is so dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> we'll both like control like no no uh, expl explicatives. I will be. I should be clear. We do not as of yet have a Patreon. So. Oh. Don't we go don't have, it, we don't have an active. <laughs> I don't have an active Patreon. Don't even so try to give to us. If you, you find something, no, if you find a, if you find a Patreon called Flying Bison Podcast, <laughs> yep. run. It's <laughs> not us. Well, <laughs> For no, now. Don't say Unless we put it up <laughs> by the time this episode yeah. releases, we might have. Oh we shoot! Oh no! There's no calling back. Yeah, just mix signals to our audience. Yeah. Don't run. Everyone's <laughs> really clear now. Now that we're on yes. the same page. <laughs> Let's, uh, I'm going to just summarize our pilot episode and that'll be kind of where Good. we begin. So I'm envisioning like that camera opening, uh, on a, a boat 
actually. Waves going along the water and it sort of zooms inside of the boat and inside of the boat we see the five of you. I would imagine Chain and Rosic are maybe in the same cell and the rest of you are in separate cells. And we see just these quick scenes of, of the five of you talking and introducing yourselves. And then you break free. And you're running through the boat, helping other maybe prisoners out, letting out some of the animals. And then Liko turns around and runs back and frees this just giant dragon otter that then bursts out of the boat alerting the fire nation to the fact that their prisoners have escaped and so you know we see a bunch of scenes of the five of you fighting down hallways and around corners you know there's a scene where rosic throws up like a wall of fire and a couple firebenders jump through it but not before like Liko just runs up and punches them in the face with her ice knuckles and they just fall unconscious and you guys are running and running and you're escaping and there's a moment in which you're all cornered all three of all five of you are cornered and you're desperately trying to escape and so chain owls uh trying to just he he doesn't have access to earth so he's just like shooting blasting jelly and trying to shoot this like almost wrist flamethrower at people and uh osa's like bowling balling himself into fire nation soldiers as they're trying to surround him and you know Rensong is taking on a couple people at once dodging and weaving around them and but there's a moment in which it's clear that the five of you are not able to fight anymore and you're surrounded by a contingency of fire nation soldiers but not before out of the water this dragon otter bursts forth and uh, sprays these fire nation soldiers with this ice breath freezing them beckons for the five of you to come on and you escape and we see some short scenes of you you know flying you land you land uh in the earth kingdom and we see a couple scenes of you know the fire nation searching for you as you're hiding and then we finally see this scene of elder uh panchen and there's a moment at which the fire nation general she is about to find you but elder panchen stands between and allows the five of you to escape on rue the dragon otter and it's at that moment you know that that would be the end of the pilot you're flying away uh and maybe uh i would imagine it's probably like che or rozak that like looks back at this earth kingdom colony that they're flying away from and you see bouts of fire just uh uh terrible fight is happening between the citizens of chin village and these fire nation soldiers and that's the end of the pilot episode and so we camera go, fades to black but the second episode starts with the camera fading up and the five of you are on rue just sort of flying it's only been a little bit of time since you've escaped chin village You've got a moment to collect yourselves. And while you've introduced yourselves, you guys haven't had 
haven't had time to really had any conversation between the five of you at all because you've been pretty much on the run. So you have a moment now to catch your breath, talk to each other, maybe introduce yourselves to each other and figure out what your next step is. I had heard bad things about firebenders, but nothing like this. Uh, yeah, that was a lot to, to take in uh, all at once, but w what should we do now? What do you mean, what should we do? We need to get the I mean, word out. Word, word out? Like, that lady sacrificed herself for it. Well, I, I don't... I don't know what we don't even know what happened to her. Shouldn't we do something about that? Can, Can we, we do something back? about that? Well, it feels wrong to just leave him behind. Ren Song just stares at his feet. Good point. I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's nothing we can do. But there's more there's more that can happen if we don't deliver news. That is true. You talk about one person versus a whole bunch of people. I guess it's easy math. So anybody know how to get to Bossing Say? Or I think our best next course of action is to yes, what you just said. Go to Bossing Say. Um so I don't know. Let's the head way there. there. <laughs> All right, Rue. Ruzak taps on Ru's back and points into a random direction to Bossing Say. <laughs> Is there any way we could get like a saddle? Because I just, out of character, I imagine us all just like gripping on for dear life. <laughs> like, holding on for dear life. So we just have this casual conversation and then what it cuts out and we're just like, <laughs> just fur, I guess. Yeah. So Liko, if it's a dragon uh, otter. you and this dragon otter are, are buds? Uh, uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> it's now, working out so far. Yeah, she she hasn't. Is yeah. there a possibility of that not working out? Because I feel like we should address that Do, now. Can we buy? Can we get a saddle or? Uh, we or can try. We'll what probably have a saddle and bossing say. E it's pretty far, bro. Yeah, <laughs> that is ah, really far. It's only well, cross to is there any place the nearby? How big do we do? We all get individual saddles? We <laughs> <laughs> just get like one gigantic <laughs> one and <laughs> we sit on it. <laughs> and where do uh, we buy this? Do we go to a village or something? Are there any leftover flying bison saddles from your home temple? Probably not a good thing to bring that yeah, up. Yeah, Rose bro. Like, um, what are you thinking? I, I'm, I'm, the bison are I'm entirely different shape from the dragon otter anyway. Yeah, it doesn't really work. I'm, I'm sorry I brought it up in the first place. How chunky is this um, dragon otter? <laughs> Is it like <laughs> flying bison chunky? It's it's not that chunky. It's a little slimmer than that. I think you, it's big enough that you guys can, uh, what is it called? Bear, bear back, ride it. Mm. Um, so it's like a polar bear dog that's the length of a flying bison. Probably uh, longer. It's right? way longer than a flying so, bison. Longer? All right. So we've established that there's it's fur that we're sitting on, not scales. I think that's what... 
Because if it is scales, we probably should get saddles. Yeah, that's that's great. I'd like, I'd like to think there's like a mix between like fur yeah. and scales. Maybe it has like scales on its belly or something. I like and, it. Yeah. Okay. It's like fur on the top and scales on the belly. And uh, seems reasonable. Rose, like you've like pointed in a random direction, and Rue, this like furry, scaly otter head, like pops up, just like. Um, I'm being. Is it sad? What does that mean? <laughs> I don't speak otter. You barely speak English. Be, being an <laughs> nomad and having traveled between the temples some, I'm assuming I would know how to at least find figure out what direction Bossing Say is, right? Yeah. Okay. Then with with that knowledge, I'll just I'll be like I'll I'll lean forward and be like it's actually that way, Rue. And point the wrong way. Rue starts turning. It was like going south east. Just and the it completely like, turns like the opposite direction. That's definitely. That's <laughs> literally the opposite direction. <laughs> just based on Rue's noises, I'm already feeling so much affection for this, this beautiful animal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, it starts flying. It's almost like a, a wavy like snake in the air as it's flying through the air and you guys start flying and it's a little bit of time passes and you're you're continuing to fly you're beginning to see you know mountain ranges and from behind a mountain range you can't really see where it's coming from but you can see almost like a a small light from behind one of these mountain ranges start flying towards you and getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until all of a sudden there's a number of fireballs just coming towards the five of you flying on Rue. How did they find us so fast? What the hell is that? I'm gonna... Wait, where are we? I don't think those are natural. Are we flying over? Yeah, where are we? Well, do you want to look down? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I am. Okay. <laughs> uh, why don't you, our first roll, Rensong, why don't you give me and assess the situation? All right, here goes. All right, what do I add to that? When you assess the situation, roll with creativity. All right, my creativity is zero, so no modifier. So it's just eight. Oh, an eight. Okay. So um, if you're on the non-combat moves, you can ask me one of those questions there. Okay. An eight is a hit. So for those unfamiliar with Powered by the Apocalypse, which is what Avatar uses, uh, every roll is going to be 2d6, adding one of your stats on a two to a six, you're going to fail. And the GM gets to introduce a complication into the narrative on a seven to nine. It's a hit. Uh, but there might be some complications, and on a 10+, plus, you get to do what you want and more. So Rensong has rolled an 8, which means he gets to ask the GM one question, and I need to answer honestly, although I do not need to answer completely. Yeah, my question is just, what's the best way um, out or in or through <laughs> this threat? So you, 
you look down and you see that there's a barrage of fireballs coming at you and you look down and you see it looks like there's a a small village next to a single dormant mountain that you might be able to to hide in and sort of wait out it almost feels as though these fireballs weren't intended for you specifically that you just seemed to be in the way of them huh okay um i'm gonna announce ren song is gonna announce that to the group it's like that mountain pass might be the best way out of here let's take it mm-hmm. any objections too late let's go through mountains <laughs> flies down behind the mountains where the fireballs no longer can hit it and it's now about a mile or two outside of this small village you saw next to this mountain so where are these fireballs headed you see as you look up you see the fireballs continue to sail past where you are and they seem to hit uh a section of uh, the forest. The forest. What is going on? <laughs> yeah, where are we? We're yeah, on we are, you were on ruin now. You're and, you've flown down into the mountainous region, and you see sort yeah. of a small village that's by a singular mountain. But, but we don't know what what area we're in like we don't know what city or anything or like kingdom um well you know who probably might know is che che might know actually being from from these earth colonies um you've probably heard of this city it's the city of soboha soboha yeah so just like a village north of chin Yep, it's a you know probably about uh, hour or so horse ride from Chin. Okay, so yeah, so we're in so Soboha, is it? Soboha, Soboha. Uh, it seems I think from how far we went and the direction we went that that village is Soboha. Um, I'm not sure what the fireballs are about. Are the fireballs coming out of the village? Or no, they're coming no. from even further past the mountain ranges, almost like sort of oh. over. And we looked at their trajectory, and they're hitting forest, but we don't know more than that yet. Past mm. you, probably about south. So they're attacking south of Soboha and in the forest region. These fireballs. And how far away from me are we from our destination? You're still pretty far. This is only maybe okay. a 30, 45 minute fly from from Chin. Like you've just escaped yeah. Chin Village. <clears throat> okay. So your day is weeks away from getting to Bossing Say. Uh, I don't think those were for us. Right. But should we check out what's going on? I mean, it's fire. Yeah, people at Saboha might know yeah. as well. Do you want to check in with so, them? So, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. We said we weren't going back to Chin because we need to go deliver this message, but we're going to go check on these people? I don't think we should. <laughs> I mean, it may get us in more danger than we already do you are. Do think they have and any right food? Now we don't seem to be. I am kind of hungry. That's <sighs> fair. 
Oh my what, god. We need to eat. We were captives like a day ago. All right. All right. Let's make a vote then. Who wants to continue and who wants to who wants to go check out what's going on? So, right. <laughs> well, so who wants to who wants to go? Who wants to go uh, check out what's happening with the village? Ren shrugs. That's Ren one. shrugs and just says, "I understand that we need food, so we can go in for food, but I don't want to." stay here and get burned when we could deliver that news to the earth king that's right yeah that's that's my vote too i don't want to i don't want to hang out i just want to eat all right well i guess we go i mean we are we are on a flying otter so our news is going to travel faster than most other sources dragon of dragon otter news delivery yeah, get it right yes sorry dragon otter sorry rue sorry Mm. <laughs> so let's fly down to the village. I guess. He always, he always sounds so frustrated. <laughs> she, she always sounds so frustrated. Yeah, she has to deal with the five of us. Uh, so I guess we fly down to the village, then, right? Yeah. Um, stay low to the ground, though. Fly down to the village. Rue lands just outside of the gate to this village. Um, and you can now see into this village it's it's really tiny it's you know maybe 30 to 50 people if that and it's not very big there's maybe a couple food carts and like a tavern or a place that you can like spend the night but other than that it's it's pretty sparse as you like walk in you're seeing just like a couple people milling about most of them are covered in like really dirty clothes earthbender clothes are like covered in like soot and coal almost but you see yeah, a couple food carts a couple people just sort of hanging about and what looks to be maybe the most populous place in this in Sapoha is this like in place to lay your head are there any signs of damage or fire nation activity or attack or anything like that fire nation presence uh ren why don't you roll assess the situation again uh in the meantime <laughs> nine uh che like leans over to rosic and he's like so all earthbenders are that dirty i thought it was just you <laughs> Yikes. Rosic looks at Che now and he um holds out his hands. He says, Do you need any money for the food cart, little brother? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Just talk past him. Go, go get some cabbages. Pat him on the head. Did <laughs> <laughs> we assess? Yeah, right, what did nine. I see with my nine? With a nine, you can ask me one question. Okay. Yeah. I'm just cracking up. Um, yeah, who or what here is the biggest threat? And if there's nothing, that's fine. Mm. You are looking around and you see... Now, apart from the two people that look as though they're 
either the food cart owners or just sort of walking to their next destination from around the corner of just like a small ramshackle house you see what looks to be like five people wearing um they're not quite fire nation soldier uniforms but they're very reminiscent of fire nation soldier uniforms except instead of the like fire symbol it's like a lantern that doesn't have a flame on it and you see these five soldiers walk into the food like the tavern in place and they look like they're not looking to be kind to whatever is going on in there uh so those guys um may may work uh for the same organization that my father does uh which may or may not be capitulating to the fire nation so i don't know how we want to deal with that i can probably play it off for us if if you guys wanted me to do that but uh they look kind of look they're looking like they're trying to do something i don't know if we want to get in their way or if you want to what it sounds like for now we should just avoid the tavern yeah, I thought we came yeah. in for food. Just stop at Just, the cart and go. Yes. That's all I want. Let's hope it doesn't come to that chain out. I'm, I'm making my way to the nearest, uh, whichever cart is nearer. He's there. already gone. He's just... Kyle Osa is just looking at um, the food. Ren is following Osa just to uh, just to make sure that this gets over with as quickly as possible. <laughs> I have my suspicions. Uh now, just for clarification, um, there is nothing like there's no damaged buildings or anything like that from the. There are no damaged buildings. Um, you do see. I mean, everything looks pretty run down, but you don't see any evidence of like scorch marks or anything like that. Right. So, where were these fireballs like headed? If it wasn't a nearby forest, to, thought... to the forest beyond the village. Okay. So the the village is okay then. They're fine. Apparently, on the surface. Um, okay. bef- bef- before That's Ren right, yeah. goes to follow Osa, Rosa um, says to Ren, "Maybe we should ask the um, the cart owner about those fireballs that are in the air right now." Are they still well, in there? Well, they go. Well, what if we like split up? What if Che and Liko go see what's going on with those people? Well. Um, Rosic and Ren and Oso go get the food and probably ask about that. Can we do that? Or yeah, is that... that? If you if you do that, just try not to be seen by those people. Yeah. Well, I'm considering what she now said. Yeah, for sure. Was that something that we want to do though? Because I'm not going to volunteer you. Uh, I'm, I'm down. <laughs> I'm down to see what they're what they're up to. I'm kind of curious. Okay. We should right, probably yeah. know what's going on here because it would just give us a more accurate report of, like, to the Earth King. Mm-hmm. Like, they were in this village and the doing this. Were excellent. And the dumplings were excellent. Well, I hope. <laughs> Most importantly. <laughs> you don't find any dumplings, actually. You find, uh, like, boiled cabbage. And there's, like, a <laughs> dusting of, like, charcoal on top of it. And... You, you look up and you <laughs> see this like man. He's like, "That's a sobo whole delicacy right there. That's uh, that's cold cabbage." 
Um, do you have Hope anything with, with meat in it? Well, and he sort of like looks around and opens like a couple like drawers in his cart. And he's like, I bought this a couple weeks ago and just never got to cooking it. And it's like this gray piece of meat. He's like, I suppose I could cook this next to the cabbage. Does, does the other cart sell meat? Nope, just cabbage coal. <laughs> it's really the only thing that we eat here. Uh, okay. Fine. I uh, buy several uh, cabbages uh, with coal <laughs> dusted on them. Yeah, if you I'm close your eyes there, you know, you're, if you close your eyes and uh, don't think too hard, the coal kind of tastes like meat. <laughs> I, for some reason, highly doubt that. Well, like really um, burned meat, but... <laughs> oh, I thought you were a vegetarian anyway, so why don't you just eat the cabbage? I'm not a vegetarian. I, everyone thinks that I'm not. <laughs> everyone thinks because I'm an airbender I don't eat meat, but that's why I don't have my arrows. That's why I wasn't at the temple. I love meat. It's the best. Oh. I, I don't really want any of this cabbage. All right, more for me. And he, like, eats one of his own coal cabbages. <laughs> Is there anything that Ren can store them in? Uh, like yeah. A, a cabbage in a bag kind of a deal? Or like yeah, a... I'm sure you've picked up, like, a little, like, a side satchel when you were in Chin Village. I'll put them in my, my bamboo satchel. Um, I need it to breathe Before a we go, Rosa... <laughs> Rosic says, oh, good cabbage selling, sir. Yep. Um, we're not very observant people, and we just noticed those, um, the fireballs going into the nearby forest. What the, what the heck is that? Oh, you just, you're out of towners, huh? Yep. Does this happen you can... all the time? <laughs> no, no, but just, by the way, I, you can call me Poe. Uh, hey, sticks his po. hand out, shakes it, and it's like covered in soot and coal and cabbage. Rosa goes and shakes his hand, and now your hand is just like slimy and like also like dusty. He wipes it on whoever's next to him. If that's Ren, you're getting smacked. <laughs> well, I like to imagine it's Osa. <laughs> You see, we uh, we think that there's some Fire Nation soldiers on the north side of these mountains, and they've been, well, shooting these fireballs over into the forest there, because we've got a secret. Shh, come in here. We all lean we've I lean got in. the great cabbage spirit <laughs> protecting us. <laughs> <laughs> You killed Danny. Um, um, sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Poe. Um, what? It's no joke. They've been trying to flush him out of the forest with their fireballs. Um, Rosak turns. Rosak turns to Osa and Rensong and kind of like faces away from Poe, the Cabbage Man, and his sort of mouth like, "Is he okay?" Is he all right in the look back and he's like, he's got his whole hand in his mouth and he's like sucking on the cabbage and coal. 
<laughs> I take spirit seriously, but um, well, thank you for the information, Bo. <laughs> okay. You too. Maybe we should ask someone else. Perhaps. Cut to the tavern. Perhaps yeah. the others Meanwhile. have better information. <laughs> Meanwhile. Yeah, thank God we did that. <laughs> you guys would have come back with nothing. Shay <laughs> and Liko, you follow these five Fire Nation soldiers into uh, this little inn. And as you're, you're walking up, you see like a name over it that says the dragon scales. And you walk in and there's a... Uh, it's a small town, but most of the villagers are in this sort of inn tavern. And these five walk in, and you walk in, and they're sort of assaulting one of the tables. And you can see this like older gentleman who's just like cowering under them. And you walk in, and what you hear at the end is it's the Fire Nation's town now. Everybody out! So they're just like herding everybody out of the building. Uh, they're they're threatening people, and they've got those like little fire flames coming out of their fists, and they're just like pointing them at people and saying, "This is a Fire Nation town now. If you're not gonna get in with that picture, then get out now." Uh, gentlemen, gentlemen. I think you're uh, moving a little fast with the, the physical threats. Uh, I think these these kind people are more than willing to accept Fire Nation rule, but uh, I don't think you need to be so upfront about it. And after all, what the fire that waits scorches the earth. That is correct. What their their flames go down. What are, what are you doing here? Who, who are, who sent you? Uh, I'm the son of uh, Naojo Longshire, uh, and you know my father prefers a less uh, overt approach. If you can handle that, I don't know if it's too much for you. Um, I don't know what you think you're going to gain by threatening this old man, but the Fire Nation doesn't need people who can only bully it elderly. So, uh, maybe think on that one. Why don't you Dang. check that diplomacy? That's good. That's good. <laughs> um, are you trying? Are you trying to get them to do anything? Yeah, I'm trying to get them to like back down and like sign of kind of accept my authority. Okay. So I can. Ask them questions. I think that's definitely an intimidate then. When you intimidate okay. an NPC into backing off or giving in, roll with passion. Okay, we'll see how that goes. How much passion do you have, Chen now? About to find out. Uh, not bad. Um, what do I have to. Passion. I don't know what my passion is. It's one. Oh, so nine. Okay. So it's a hit. Um, I get to choose one for them to do. 
Okay. They, the flames on their hands go down and they're sort of like watching you intently. And they say, you're Launcher's son, huh? Yeah. Rumor is that he lost you. What are you doing here? Well, I'm just trying to make a name for myself. Can't live under my father's shadow forever. Trying to make a name for myself and do something for the Fire Nation. Well, then you understand... Surely you understand how important this town is. Well, absolutely. To the, of the Fire Nation. Yeah. I'm just questioning your efficacy in taking it. There are... He sort of, like, beckons the two of you over to the bar. Okay. I'll come over. I'll just kind of whisper to uh, Iko, like, just go with it. Just, just play along. She's totally doing go. that. She's not, and they not sort of lean <laughs> on the bar and beckon the bartender over, and he's this burly dude who lumbers up and the the Fire Nation soldier says Do you uh do you guys need anything to drink? Uh no, we're 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 alright for now. Thank you. Alright, understood. And then turns back to the bartender and says, The fire that waits and as the bartender's like leaving he goes, Scorches the earth And you see Che, as he says that too, behind him, there's like the storage room for the bar. You see a uh, an unlit torch, sort of etched near the door. And then this this soldier turns to the two of you and says, "I thought they put us in charge to to take over the town by force. It's small enough that we could just kick everyone out." that we would yeah. have complete access to the mine. Yeah, but who's going to work the mine if you kick everybody out of the village? The Fire Nation. This is just the first step. Yeah, and you're going to have a bunch of first wave Fire Nation soldiers put down their arms and start mining coal? Think long term. Come on. We need people to work the mines, right? And you can see like gears turning in his head. Yeah. He's like having trouble. Yeah. Like, mm. <laughs> I didn't think of that. Oh. Yeah, there you go. Oh, they <laughs> would work the mines. Yeah, there you go. All right, change of plans, everyone. <laughs> We're all going to the mines. <laughs> and everyone's like cowering again. Not really what I meant, but close enough. Uh, so as you probably aren't aware, as you don't seem to pick up on things very quickly, uh, I'm here to, you know, check out the invasion. My father obviously didn't want me too close to all of this, but yeah, I think I can serve some value to the uh, the Fire Nation out here in the front lines. And clearly I already have. Um, how is this uh, operation going specifically? Can you give me an update? Well, we, we got the, the notification from your father that it was time to take over the town, take over mm -hmm. the mine and start start mining what we know is hidden 
uh, you just caught us at that at exact moment. Mm. Uh, do you know much about about the town? Uh, not this specific operation, just that it's important. Can, is there anything that you can share? Well, it's somewhat on a need-to-know basis, and he sort of looks at Liko behind you. Oh, yeah, this is just my uh, my associate. She's bodyguard mercenary that I'm paying. Um, why don't you... She's a professional. You don't have to worry about all that. Why don't you roll to trick? Okay, yeah, because we're Fire Nation boys rolling with a swamp bodyguard. I feel, yeah, I feel like enough Just enough lies have passed that uh, it's time to try and trick him. Roll with creativity. So yeah, when you trick an NPC, roll with creativity. Okay, 10. All right. On a 10, they fall for it and do what they want, and you get to pick two. They either stumble and take plus one forward against them, they act foolishly, or they overcommit. Um, I'm going to say they overcommit. Uh, you can pick two. Oh, uh, and they act foolishly. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, they... Like, we, we've... We've never had a launcher talk to us directly, so I—I uh, I mean, I, you can take command of this operation if you need to. Uh, please, we'll tell you anything, anything you need to know. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to steal you guys' thunder, but maybe I can, you know, point out some other efficiencies that could be increased, and maybe even put in a good word with my father after. God, that, after if this would, goes well, that would be amazing. I've—I've I've been actually wanting to to get out of. The thug game. I've wanted to be a cook for for your father for some time now. That's an interesting career path you've laid out for yourself. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what we can do about that. I, I, uh, I've, ever since I was a child, I just love making dumplings for people. It's just it's sort of a passion. Uh, of oh, course. So this is a potential party <laughs> member, is what you're saying. <laughs> Uh, is not hearing this. Close enough, but I just heard dumplings. <laughs> he smelled it on the wind. Uh, anyways, uh, so can you give me that report about what's going on? Yes. Uh, well, I'm not sure what you do know, so I'll just you. Sabohas used to be one of the premier places to to mine uh, precious metals from the dormant volcano. Uh, Mount Hakora, but uh, over the last years they've not been able to find anything here, and so they've gone destitute, and the village has suffered from it. But we think that were we to take it over, we could have our firebenders sort of reinvigorate the volcano and mine precious metals again that we could use to build weapons and war machines that would help in the conquest. All right. Well, that does sound like it'll be a worthy endeavor for the Fire Nation. Uh, other than the mining suggestion I already gave, I don't know how much more help I can be 
uh, not much of a bender of lava, so cannot be there. I don't think. I don't think that sounds crazy. No one can yeah. bend lava. <laughs> yeah, this is such a weird. I don't even know why I said it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't imagine. It couldn't be that you you watched all of the Avatar series. <laughs> ridiculous suggestion that is yeah, yeah. No, it's... you're way ahead of the times buddy yeah that's almost as crazy as someone bending metal crazy so uh yeah i don't think there's much to add i could use some supplies i actually wanted to check on some of the other operations in the area and also uh if you could give me like a layout of the different operations uh just so i can check on them easier because uh, I, I knew of this one as like a general position, um, but in relation, I'm not very good at navigating, so I could, could use a map. Well, you know that it's a need-to-know basis. We don't, to protect each other's cells, we don't. Right. I just, don't... I was wondering if you were, you're aware of any of the, the adjacent cells, but it's not a big deal. I'll figure it out. I found you. I can find, find other people. Sure. Well, if you need supplies, um, we've started to build our base of operations in the volcano. You'll find a few more members there. Uh, you can actually, and he points to the door that had that unlit lantern symbol on, and he says, you can, you can take that down to the basement of this inn. There's an underground tunnel that goes all the way to the volcano. And then I would just, there, the supplies are there, and I can come all the way back. Yes, that's where that's where your your father told us to to put the supplies. All right, I'll probably go overground because we have a beast of a burden. We'll probably be loading up. Um, so that's probably how that's gonna work out. Whatever works for you. Um, we're, again, we're just happy. Please put in a good word with your father, and we'll just <laughs> we're, we're so thankful. Make Absolutely, yeah. Chef. Kind of I, tired I, of being a gang member. It's just. I understand. Can I just be real with you for a second, man. Like, Absolutely, that's... yeah. Hit me. <sighs> it's just, it's tiring. You yeah. Know? Demanding. I don't like. I don't want to threaten eighty-year-old men. Well, we we proved that you don't have to. Yeah, yeah. you're right. You're right. Thanks. Well, right, no well, yeah. You can just go and uh, we'll uh, we'll tell you when when. Yeah, if you could let the uh, yeah the uh, the people at the the mountain know that I'm on my way, and I'll have several servants and a beast of burden. Uh, well, you'll probably get there faster than we could. Oh, that's fair. Let them know, but it, it, you know the passcodes, of course. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, what what was your name again? I gotta I gotta know for for your report. I completely understand. They call me uh, Yuri. Yuri. Yes, I remember that. All right, uh, thank you for your uh, service, Yuri, and uh, we'll get that that Earth scorched, no problem. Scorched Earth. And uh, I'll uh, <laughs> I'll motion to Liko to get this time to go. <laughs> yep, yep, right behind you. Okay, and we'll meet up with the crew who. <laughs> Who is probably walking towards the tavern at Who this time? Who had a much less satisfying journey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you like, walk I... out of the tavern, and yeah, you see, you see Osa and Rosak and Rensong walking back. Did you guys get supplies? 
There are no. I got three cabbages. Cabbage. Entire time. Covered in charcoal dust. He looks disappointed down at his feet again. Okay, well, uh, good news is I secured a supplies. Bad news is they are technically from the Fire Nation, but that's that's you know that's details. Uh, we got to go to the mountain, uh, pick them up, and then we'll be on our way. I figured out what's going on here. Uh, the Fire Nation thinks that they, with their more advanced machinery and with their heat bending abilities, they could get deeper into the mountain mine, which to the earthbenders is dry but maybe to the firebenders not not so much shay are are you being careful i mean talking to yeah i didn't even i didn't even talk to him i just i was like overhearing their conversation you know don't worry about it i think i have a move for this (laughs) (laughs) is it your distrusting move yeah I literally, yep. Suspicious mind. Tell um, when you watch a person carefully to figure them out, roll a focus. And depending on what I roll, I can ask questions. So here's something that I've never really. So it says on a seven to nine, hold one. On a 10 plus, hold two. What does that mean, hold uh, one? Hold yeah. two. So then if you read that next sentence, it says spend your hold one for one to ask their player questions while you observe or interact with them. So depending on how much I can hold, that's how many Correct. questions I can ask. Okay, so hold two means I can ask two questions. Two questions. And it, it can be over some time because right. it's while you observe or interact with them. So like you could ask a question now and then in a little bit, you know, ask another question. All right. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll roll focus. As Shane now just looks at Rosalk, giving him a stink eye. <laughs> Wait, did you ask me something or just you just okay? Not yet. I'm rolling right now. So focus is plus two. Nice. I rolled seven on the dice. Plus two. That's nice. You get to hold one and ask a question. Hmm. Do I have to answer honestly? Is that how that works? (laughs) Yeah, it says they must answer honestly. So I'm just going to ask now, are you telling the truth? Uh, I answer this out of character, right? Like this uh, question isn't literally. I would answer this in character. Uh, all right. So I have to answer honestly. Yeah. So Rosie just looks at Shay now and he goes, Shay, did you really just overhear the conversation? No. I, and he kind of like looks down and shifts a little bit. He's like, well, I know the passcode, so I could interact with them. And I threw our dad's name out and you know, then they kind of just like worshiped the ground that I walked on. And it was just, I mean, I'm used to that. You still need to be careful with that though. You know yeah, but we're going to get supplies. It worked out. And, and we know what's going on here and we can report it to the Earth King. You know, we're, we're just, I can keep playing that card. Just promise me you'll be careful. Okay, don't be reckless with this power that you have for some reason. It's not, I mean, powers and persuasion. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's because her dad is literally in charge of all of this. Yeah, the the power that (laughs) literally comes with our name. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'll be careful. No worries. I just don't like the idea. When are you going to give me the passcode? Underground with more Fire Nation to get supplies. We're just we're just grabbing the supplies and leaving you know it'll be a simple i'll tell them like we're on a we're on a different mission and we just need to be supplied by them and you know it'll be lickety split we're out of there 
Won't we blow your cover? No. I mean, you guys are my servants or mercenaries or undercover operatives. Always... Also, you know, just from yeah. other nations. I mean, I could always just show them that I'm a firebender. That Maybe might... we should leave Osa in the in the woods. <laughs> I think I think Osa's the hardest airbender to hide. Fair. <laughs> Osa could stay with our steed. Yeah, it's well. We need to load the steed. Well, I guess without his tattoos, if we just gave him some different clothes, he wouldn't look like an airbender. Just a shaven-headed guy. Gotta love those. If we can find clothes that fit, I'll change. We'll do. We'll deal with it on the way. <laughs> you're, uh, you're talking outside, and Poe jumps up behind you, and he's like, "Do I hear you need some clothes?" <laughs> ah. Like Poe, dear God! Oh my God! Anyway, like, <laughs> do you have clothes that could fit him? And I point at. <laughs> The six foot tall, Osa. massive man. <laughs> Got these old cabbage burlap sacks. Oh my god! I think we're gonna have to pass on those. Thank you, though, for the offer. Okay. And he sticks Please. his left hand into his. All right. Well, good. Good luck with that. <laughs> Anyways, let's go. Let's go get supplies and get the hell out of here. Are you? So, what are you doing with? Uh... With Osa, then? Leaving Osa? Uh, we'll, we'll, like, head towards the mountain and then kind of, like, okay. drop him in the woods beforehand. Because it'll just... It's probably not worth the risk, even though he doesn't have his tattoos. If the fire... They're not going to believe me if they <laughs> just see, like, an airbender there. Should we, should we arrange some sort of, like, signal in case things go wrong and you need me? Yeah, if you see explosions and fire being shot into the air other than the fire that's already being shot in the air you should probably okay got it yeah that's that'll be the signal so your fire will look different if yeah it'll look really different it'll you ever seen a firework do you even know what that is yeah okay i'm not a three-year-old i mean (laughs) i just I'm sorry. I I just learned today that all Earth Nation people are a little dirty. I don't. I didn't know that before. Uh, you know. That seems racist. <laughs> right. I've, I mean, my, there's my brother, and then there's these people in this village. It's just my limited experience. I don't know. You've met a lot of Earth Nation people. Just since I've been. Oh yeah, you're right. Very kind. Chin was pretty clean. Yeah. Can Aliko like really interrupt? What's going on? Aliko can definitely <laughs> interrupt. Aliko can interrupt whenever she wants. Okay, um, guys, let's not forget we still have we still have something to do. That is a really good point. We should get moving. We still need to find me. Yeah. Yes. Also, we, we need to find. There me. will probably be me yes. with the supplies. But I think she was referring to the like the grave mission of reporting to the Earth King. Okay. Right. If I see any fire, I'll come help. You guys can help. And if you're for some reason in any danger, just um, air air bend, I guess. I'll I'll scream. <laughs> well, he could probably get away. Yeah. What with having a giant dragon otter companion and all. True. Well, he won't have the dragon. We gotta uh, we gotta load shoot. it up supplies. So we'll we'll get over there, and maybe oh. the cabbage spirit will help. Me. <laughs> 
What? Uh, it's this well, well, ex- well yeah, explained. No, okay, guys, right. let's let's get going here. Yeah, You're flying let's, let's on Rue. Uh, I'm curious what what Liko is thinking because she's the one sort of pushing people to do this. But you just heard that, you know, this could be a huge pl- way for the Fire Nation to continue to like build weapons of war. Mm-hmm. So how is she balancing that? Like we have this bigger mission, and yet there's something that could really affect and hurt the Fire Nation. What's what's going through Liko's head as she's like silently driving Rue towards the mountain? Well, I think she's at conflict, but she also is bound to her vows. And I think even if the group didn't make a vow together, I think she made a vow that she was going to deliver this mm. news. So I think she's just focused on that, even though she does have conflicting feelings about what's mm. happening elsewhere. But she's also really good at just keeping true, so... If she, you know she's not going to show it at all, which I think is probably why she wants to get out as fast as as she mm. can. That way, the longer she's there, the more likely she is going to mm. do something. Yeah, she's like, let's leave because if we stay here, I'm going to care about these people. Dang it! <laughs> I can't do that. I have I have a vow not to fall in love or not to do any of that stuff. So I gotta like, let's just I get out of here, fall guys. In love with Poe, the cabbage coal merchant. <laughs> yes. What are the odds? <laughs> We're all we're all in danger. We're all at risk for falling in love with Poe. (laughs) You land a little bit away from the cave entrance (laughs) and drop Osa off, uh, and can then continue on to the entrance to this dormant volcano. Yeah. So. We get there. What's it looking like? There's like dudes. So on there's the outside. yeah. You walk up to the or you fly up to the cave entrance, and there's flanked on each side of this large open cave mouth is two members each from uh, what you know as your your father's gang. Uh, yeah. So I'll I'll do the call sign. Uh, <clears throat> the fire the waits scorches the earth. What are you? We're not expecting that is correct. Anyone here for quite a bit? What are you doing here? Uh, yeah, so this is a separate uh operation. I need a resupply, an emergency one. So if you could uh point me to the stores, I need to pack up. My associates are gonna help me, and then uh, we'll be out of your hair so you can get oh. back to your operation. All right, but uh, be careful down there. We've got we've got a few members who are reigniting the volcano as we speak. That sounds like a great plan. And I'm going to just move down. We all just slowly do let's, this. I'll be like, all right, guys, let's go. Side. Let's move. <laughs> the crab walk. The crab walk into the tunnel. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we all go inside and and Shay's <laughs> like, all right, you guys could be a little less conspicuous, but also, I don't think this is a good plan, so we should really like hurry up. We should get moving because I uh, I think this is gonna not go well. Yeah, I'd like to note that Liko did not do the crab walk. She's, just, she's <laughs> she did the she, she did no the worm. Humor. <laughs> yeah, she did, that's right. She did the running man into the. <laughs> <laughs> The, uh, you guys walk in and it's this giant open aired cavern in the middle of this 
mountain. It's a dormant volcano. And you start walking down the caldera into the bottom of the volcano. And you can see that there's, at the very bottom, there's like five firebenders who are just punching at this continual flame of fire into this one center of the volcano. And you can see it, you know, building and building and building and continuing to build slowly but it it seems as though they're making very good progress into igniting this volcano you keep walking past that and you walk into and you see the storeroom yeah so um would they have any like ostrich horse like saddles in here or anything like that why don't you um you have a, a role for this or you have a move for this I do. You've got your Rager lineage move. Oh. Uh, when you raid your lineage's resources without their consent or knowledge, mark a condition and roll with progress. Okay. Mark a condition. So... Do I have to say? Uh, yeah, I mean, otherwise, if you're if you don't have any idea, um, I'll leave it up to you. If you want to mark something specific, you can. Otherwise, I think probably afraid makes a sense. Like this is a pretty risky move that you're doing and you're you're pulling it off but like there's still that sense of which like this could go wrong at any moment yeah uh so yeah we'll go with afraid i'll mark afraid and progress you do um so progress is one of your two traditions uh your your principles i mean so you have uh tradition and progress and everyone should have a zero between their two principal scores right now. So uh, right now it is a straight roll, but eventually, you know, you can increase your progress and add to that roll. Well, I rolled two sixes. Wow. Um, so I get to choose two yes. on a hit, hold one resource, and I get to choose two extra things with 10. So I can obtain one, an additional one resource. Uh, you nabbed your goodies quietly. Your lineage is on the wiser. You steal yourself for what you're for. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to do the first two. So I'm going to obtain extra resources. Okay. So twice as much as normal. And we've, we've done it quite. We successfully got out Okay. There. They did none the wiser. Uh, quietly and quickly. Uh, well, what I think what I'm reading that as, as your your father will not know that okay this has been taken okay that's fair um so you have two resources so the successor can spend resource during a session to establish a boon you had previously asked for or obtained something that your lineage's unique position and stores could provide a vehicle an invitation into a private event or a powerful chamber a chest of jade coins um your what are your your family's uh resources i believe it's contacts and cold hard cash right yeah so i guess but just the money <laughs> there's probably like a money supply yeah. there. uh for the sake of i don't know 
convenient. No, there's probably also at least some like military supplies. I think I'd like to think Che like reups on like some blasting yeah. jelly and some like spark rocks. Absolutely. Uh, but like, I don't know what what else would there be to take? Um, well, throw some stuff out. What sort of things are you looking for? You said you're looking for uh, there. Oh yeah, so so there was the ostrich horse. There- That's what like. Yeah, there can probably like be the saddles. a uh, saddle. That makes sense. Yeah, so I feel like if we grabbed like five of those, we could like line yeah. them up on Rue, and then we'd have saddles. Yeah. Should you also see if we can find some Fire Nation garb, just in case, you know, in the future. That might be useful. Yeah. Genius. Some disguises, yeah. essentially. Do you find any so, very large Fire Nation garb for... You've, got, you've <laughs> yeah. got two resources. You can definitely find the saddles. There were some uh, okay. like military saddles, but you could, you could you repurpose them. And then you've got one more resource. So what what are you looking for? Are you looking for cash? Or are you looking for blasting jelly? Those, or are you looking uh... for... <laughs> Yeah, it needs some meat. Yeah, let's let's get cash. <laughs> let's let's get okay. cash um, so that we can mm-hmm. get those things. That's, That's uh, so you something. grab the saddles and some of the the cash, and you're you see some Fire Nation garbs, and you're about to grab them when someone walks in and says, uh, "Hey, you're you're probably gonna want to get out of here. We're about to reignite that volcano. So I would, if I were you, I would, I would get out as fast as you can." Uh, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go. And you, Real quick, why are they trying to reignite the volcano again? Uh, because there they think are metals oh, that sorry. they can mine that you can't mine from a dormant volcano. Uh, is that going right, to be... That a... lava's going to help. Realistically, is that going to be a danger to the town? Oh, probably. Active volcano. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're we'll definitely <laughs> thinking about this. Don't think too hard. Uh, so we go. <laughs> He's thinking pretty hard. You're thinking about it as you walk out and continue to start walking up the caldera. You look down, and one final blast from these Fire Nation soldiers <laughs> explode this core of the volcano, and it starts spewing magma out. Is there magma coming out the top, like outside? You, Osa, from the outside, you see (laughs) this volcano explode and magma start pouring down towards the town. And what you guys do next will have to be next episode. Oh my gosh. I. I. Why? It's on. I feel like we're going to get rubbed into helping this town. Yeah, he's really pulling for it. He's like, there's so many reasons to stay now. Well, thank you so much for listening. Um, we will be back next week with a new episode. Like and follow us uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow us at the Flying Bison Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And I think we're the Bison Podcast or Bison Podcast on Twitter. On Twitter. Yeah. I couldn't get Flying Bison podcast or that. That's fine. Whatever. Uh, And if you give us a five-star review, I heard that Steve would uh, come to your house and serenade you with a boombox outside of your window. So listen for that. He's going to be there. It's going to be a great song. 
Avatar Legends was developed and produced by Magpie Games. The worlds of Avatar The Last Airbender and Avatar The Legend of Korra are property of Viacom CBS. Intro music is Dizu by Senbei. Outro music is Tokyo Funk by LATG Music. Logo and art by Kate and Matthew Menke. You can find more of their work at pomican.com. Link in the show notes.